Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Queer Movie Night. I'm Deb. And I'm Peyton. And thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this week we have a very special guest. Welcome, Jan Jangane. Hello. Woo-hoo! You did it. Great job with that. We did. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I used the little guide, so you know I cheated. So nice. um <laughs> Hello. Hello. Thank Hello. you so much for being here. Thank um, you for having me. Of course. Yeah. Um Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hello. My name is Jan. Um, I live in Chicago. I am a filmmaker, creator. I do. I work on TV shows and films here in Chicago. Um, I also do things. I'm an amateur puppeteer as of Friday night. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. my puppet. To a concert and it made us it made a scene. Um, um she was on stage. We were at the concert, it was Lucius, our favorite band. And they had her on stage and she danced with them, the band on stage. His name so is fun. Clyde. Um yeah, you and yeah. Clyde. I forgot. I forgot. Clyde was a real no star. Disrespect to Clyde. Yeah, yeah, no. Clyde was Clyde was why I was I'm a stage. huge I'm a huge Muppets fan, so that's very fun for me. Yeah. Muppet Christmas Carol is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Isn't it's that your so thing? good. It's so good. Um, my favorite Christmas movie? It <laughs> might be. It might be. I always have to watch um, the one, the extended version, because it has um, the song that Belle sings. Mm, yes. It was the, which is annoying to me because... It's they only have the full screen version on the DVD. So mm-hmm. and I love things in widescreen, but that's Muppets Christmas Carol is the one movie that I watch in full screen in a little square on my TV because it has that <laughs> extra song. <laughs> I've never oh. seen it. Wait, what is the song? Oh, it's so good. What's it's on it? um, when love is oh, gone. When love <laughs> is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Ebenezer. Ebenezer. He just is so focused on his business. I know, I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Caine, what an amazing performance. Oh, yeah. Uh, in that film. <laughs> and I have completely forgotten that Jacob Marley is one person because of the right. Waldorf Because, Stat- Waldorf because and Stadler. Waldorf playing Marley and Marley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Marley and Marley. <laughs> so basically, you have to watch it, Deb. Mm-hmm. I, only... I can't believe I've never seen it. Somebody <gasps> yeah. loves Christmas as much as I yeah. do. Yeah. The wild. only drawback of it is that there's very little women characters in um in the Christmas Carol, <laughs> so you don't get very much Miss Piggy, who is well, hands down the best. That's every ever. version of a Christmas Carol. There's yeah. a weird tone of like Miss Piggy's children who look like her are in love with their father as well. <laughs> they rush and tackle their father the way that Miss Piggy would. And it's oh, no. like, hmm. uh, but I think their names are Belinda and Bettina. Oh yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they're gonna kill me <laughs> oh my yeah they are daddy's girls, daddy's girls. <laughs> he rush he comes in and they rush him they, they barrel him, him over because he's yeah. still kermit the frog and still poor very tiny small tim. <laughs> poor tiny tim yeah robin is tiny tim uh what a film wow <laughs> yeah so good um yeah, so welcome <laughs> to the pod. Oh I don't even know. I'm, just, I'm still thinking about Belinda and Bettina. Oh, no. um, we, found, we found your weakness, Peyton. It's apparently Muppet Christmas Carol. I get it. Um, uh, so this week, uh, we're talking about the uh, Hallmark movie, Love Classified. Um, Ooh. What a delight. Which is, it, it can't what did it just come out like yes. last month yeah. or something very mm-hmm. cool um i can't i feel like i must have seen hallmark movies before this um 
but I don't remember. Like any um, Hallmark movies? What do you I feel like I definitely have. I feel like I all of these remember. movies are like, it's like pizza. They're just different types of pizza. Yeah. Right. You know? right. Great way to like, put it. Cause yeah. They just have different flavorings and different yeah. toppings on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Um, so what we usually ask our guests is one, what is your relation to queer films in general? Um, like how were you first introduced to them? And then um, specifically for this movie, um, how did you find it? And and why did you want to bring it to us to talk about today? Um, let's see. So my relationship to queer cinema is, I say that my part of the gay agenda is to watch all the gay things and force people to watch them. So mm, yes, mm. us too, us too. <laughs> I, and we, you know, like queer movies, just queer media runs the spectrum from like, it's usually either beautiful, but the story is meh, or the story's great, but the quality is not great. And then everything in between. So right. I'd like to watch it all. And that's why I'm still watching L Word Generation Q. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then, I'm still watching. Yeah. This movie, or this movie came to me, uh, my friend Maggie, who also loves Christmas um, and loves, <laughs> we love the, the like any Netflix, Lifetime, Hallmark movies. And she watches a lot of them out of season. And then she found this and told me about it. And I was so glad that she did because I thought what resonated about this movie was I feel like we've been waiting for our shitty movie. And I don't mean, (laughs) and I, I don't mean to knock anyone who made movies, people, everyone who makes a movie is doing work and making something. So, but we deserve our bad movie. And I think that's what we all thought we were going to get with happiest season. And it was, just a trauma-filled romp we oh <laughs> the and longest episode we've ever had with the most guests in one episode was happiest season uh, we had people reach so out to us asking to, to be yeah. a guest yeah it, it was it was it was the way that i described when i watched the last episode of the l word um i was like with a group of friends in 2009 and i told them to like open the window because you just hear collective screams of lesbians across the country <laughs> saying like what the fuck and that was similar to happiest season i felt like i think i might have said this to you deb that like happiest season was advertised to us the way marley and me was advertised <laughs> like, like oh this is, is going to be hilarious like what is it bad little- to say is it bad to say i feel like happiest season would have been better if one of them died I mean, if Harper died, anybody would have been upset. Yeah, I mean, sorry. So that that so that background of my response to that movie, and then there was that movie that came out last year. I think it was a Netflix movie with Michael Yuri, the guy from. Um, yes, yes, we actually like, recorded that, but didn't release it yet. <laughs> which was such a cute movie, yeah. but I thought, oh, and then Love Classified came out. I was like this is. Our gay lady movie. Yeah. Um, and we got it. So, yeah. Uh, Very fun. I am so excited for this. This is so exciting yeah. for so many reasons. What a culmination of things and people. I'm just so happy because Jan, I was going to say, Jan and I met in very, in our meet cute was kind of weird because mm-hmm. we didn't technically meet until two days ago. Yeah. But we've been chatting for a while because we were both at Brandy Carlisle's Girls Just Want a Weekend in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Didn't That's know each so other cool. from Chicago. And then my wife and I did Brandyoki, which I never, I don't have a lot of, I don't talk about it often, but when I do, baby, I'm going to talk about it. It we was amazing. Brandy, we sang with Brandy I Carlisle. can't believe you hadn't told me about it. That's so yeah. cool. Well, like you, you, submit, know I don't, you submit. You don't want to brag. Yeah, yeah, I'll brag yeah. for you. You submit <laughs> on Instagram, like a video of you singing, and then randomly they select this couple list of people. And you're like on stage with Brandy and the twins singing mm-hmm. right next to her, her song, her song. And I didn't know, I didn't know Deb at the time. And, but I had heard of the cues and like singing before. And then they said, Oh, Chicago. I was like, woohoo. My friends asked me if my friends were like, Oh, do you know them? I was like, no, no, I know of them. And then we got mm-hmm. back and I commented on something on Instagram. Turns out we know a lot of the same people, a ton of mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then I, I saw that. that you were, like, doing improv, and we have a, a mutual friend, Meredith, who was like, oh, my God, you two have to meet up. 
you, oh my God, I can't believe this. So mm-hmm. then I feel, then we like started talking more regularly and it's wild, the connections, mm-hmm. but we kind of sort of met in Mexico. Yeah. Like, it's we were, our auras were around each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of it, I'm like, want to be a guest on Queer Movie Night? And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do a Hallmark movie, my favorite yes. movies in the world. And we have <laughs> never done one Hallmark movie on here. And I actually, when, when Jan missed We did me, Lifetime like, movies, I think. Yeah, but not Doesn't Hallmark. count. Hallmark is my <laughs> Hallmark in their weird kind of oh, <laughs> homophobic <laughs> style. Is oh, so my shit. Yes. <laughs> it, this movie has some of those moments. It's great. Oh my god! But you you messaged me and were like, "Have you seen it?" And I was like, "The craziest thing. This is really reveals because I've talked about my love for Hallmark, especially yeah. especially the holiday season. I love Hallmark. It's the only thing we have on in the background during December <laughs> and November and October." Um, was um, we were already watching this movie, not realizing that it was gay. That shows you how many Hallmark movies we watch unprovoked. Nice. Didn't even know it was gay. <laughs> and then it, halfway through, we were like, oh, it's a gay movie? <laughs> well, that's it's like, a bit of a late insane. reveal. It yeah. Is, yeah, it is not, like, like I think they could. too many. It could seem progressive the way that it's not coded as gay at all. Right, but right. It, I think they're just hiding it. <laughs> they're just, like, <laughs> they're absolutely hiding they it. Were you like, interpret they were like, what okay, you want. the straights will they be watching. Once they're 20 to. minutes in, they'll probably mm-hmm. keep watching. Yeah. I, I don't know if you, if any of you be, follow the Hallmark channel on Instagram, just me. <laughs> um, <laughs> when Tell this movie more. came out. <laughs> it's It sucks, actually, because it's like, I, I honestly think they purposely have to hide it or else people will not watch it slash boycott it because there's no more depressing place than when you go to the Hallmark Instagram or Facebook or whatever the hell for a movie that has even just one set. Like this movie was the most I'd seen a gay couple be focused on Mm -hmm. besides the like Fran Drescher Lifetime one. Lifetime doesn't even count because Lifetime is a tad more progressive than Hallmark. Yeah. if there's like one side character who doesn't even kiss anybody, if you go to the comments on the post about the movie, it is horrifying. Mm-hmm. It's horrifying because it, cause maybe I always, I've said this before too, that being in Chicago, because we grew up around people and family who right. hate this stuff and are very homophobic and everything. But since we've been living in Chicago for the past eight years, we're in our bubble. So when mm-hmm. people are like outwardly in your face homophobic, it's, it just yeah. it's more shocking to the system now that we've been living in Chicago for a long time. It right. is it hurts my soul. I had to stop reading comments for movies like this. And mm-hmm. I at one point had to stop reading the comments for Love Classified too. Just so many people just saying horrible <laughs> things. And I'm like, you're still like this affected by it? But just- you would have thought they they had an explicit sex scene a la Ammonite in yeah. a Hallmark oh. movie based on <laughs> how offended people are and how much they hate all of the people that made the movie, the people who are willing to star in it. They're like, I'm boycotting this actress because she decided to play this role or I'm not watching Hallmark anymore. It's not wholesome because gay equals not wholesome. I honestly, I was wondering when I was thinking about like, what do we talk about this movie? It's honestly like there's, there's not even like a lot of gay stuff to talk about in it because it Mm -hmm. is just like, they hide it so much so that people are so outraged. I just think it's, it sucks. It's insane. It's like one little drop of gay and you (laughs) painted the water system. Yeah. And it, and it sucks because I don't want to like keep support because supporting it, but also I, it's, it's mostly at least in the last couple of years, because there, there have been big changes. Um, the actual people making the movie aren't the problem. They want mm-hmm. to make these right. things. They yeah. want more representation. It's the, audi- it's the it's audience. It's the audience. Right. Mm-hmm. That ruins it for everybody else. Yeah. Do you remember a couple of years ago, there was all that drama with the lesbian wedding commercial that was airing on Hallmark? Oh, yeah. And the Absolutely. Moms of America got really pissed off. Do you want to hear a little fun fact? I might have yes. said this on the pod before. Um, we I were, haven't heard it on here. It was, a couple, uh, it was a couple months after that. Once in a blue moon, my agent will will have Kayla do stuff with me because they're like, we want lesbian couples, real couples. Right. Um, and then we just, we, you know, we push the cues and 
all that stuff. But yeah. we, they were like, uh, we want you and your wife to do this one together. It's for a pretty, for a pretty big company. And we were like, what is it? It was a Hallmark. <sighs> Hallmark wanted to make a commercial featuring a real lesbian couple. We didn't even get a call back. Are you kidding me? Oh, Not the takeaway. But we were like, oh my God, I can't believe we know this inside information that they're trying to like make up for all the wrongdoings. I don't, I don't even think we ever saw a commercial anyway. So maybe. What did you have to do for it? Was that the one that we just sang for? Or no, that was the bank commercial. This was the Mother's Day one. Oh. Oh my God. It was actually. Oh, you had horrible. to pretend to be mothers. I know why we didn't get a call back because we had, but it was a self tape. So we had to pretend yeah. to be mothers to nothing. We had, yeah. to, we had to object work a baby, putting a baby. With you. I love that we're calling a baby object. object work. We were in front, we all know the self tape game, sitting in front of a blank wall, had to object work, putting a baby together in a car seat in the back of a car. Putting a baby together. Like, Where does the arm go? It was famously bad. I was just like, why didn't we book that one? Because I thought that one, other one was good, but it was because it was the other one. That one I understand. Yeah. That's but so funny. it's like all of this to say that it it was it seems like Hallmark is trying to make amends. They're trying right. to change. They're trying yeah. to make more inclusive things. More well, you know, movies. and you know, with like Hallmark and Lifetime, mm-hmm. there is like an element of camp, and like it's yeah. f- it's films that are made for women. Mm-hmm. So you know that there's at least queer men on the team somewhere. Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's why, like, it doesn't, there's not, because if it's made particularly more for cis straight women, then they're not going to have, like, a bunch of lesbian movies, which is sad because as a lesbian, I want to watch those movies. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. We all want to see ourselves in, in, like, every kind of media, I think. Yeah. Another thing. Do you guys know Luke McFarlane? He's, um, he's a, just came out recently he's a big hallmark actor but he's mm-hmm. also starring in the new billy eichner rom-com oh bro. Um, and he was in yes and he was in the he other was, one that he I, was in single all the way on single all the way okay. yeah yeah and he, he was also out. he was also in brothers and sisters he was like the brother's oh, husband love yeah that deep cut um anyway he has been a big hallmark star and hallmark they signed he signed a deal with them a multi-picture deal to cr- like produce his own work and oh, that's awesome. my lord though the people who have turned on this poor guy i mean like i if they're this up in arms about seeing two women kiss like mm-hmm. they're the yeah. man of their dreams the one who's always playing a prince in christmas mm-hmm. movies they're like how can he be gay but <laughs> there's but there's changes probably like, most like, of them giving, are honey. like an, an out gay man control yeah of more right. of multiple pictures <laughs> like that's so that's so big that's so big i it's so tricky. Yeah. I mean, so tricky. yeah, it feels like they're trying, but the audience is not, yes. doesn't want it, but exactly. the, they have to deal with it. Just like right. life, you know, mm-hmm. the world's changing. They just like we've had to watch millions upon millions of straight people oh. movies for years and years. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't say straight. I'm gay as like, I've heard straight my whole life. And I'm pretty gay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I just realized we never did a little summary. What is this movie about? We're not even talking about the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is me with Hallmark. Feel free, to help, feel free to help me, Deb, because... Ooh, you should read the log line. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Um, let me bring it up. Because I, I feel like I remember it doesn't really have to do much with any... This, yeah. yeah. It's not really about the, the relationship in the movie. It's about the mom. Yeah. Well, that that's like, it's kind of, the film is kind of like um, uh, an ensemble piece, but mm-hmm. it does focus more on the, the lesbian love story. Okay. So returning home after a long absence, a romance novelist reconnects with her children as they start to find their own paths to love. I mean, what's, what's also it. funny about that. What's also funny about this is that the reveal that these, these kids are her children is very late in the film <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so late. like late like they've been hitting on each other on a dating app yeah and yeah that that meet cute is so oh. funny yeah where she accidentally matches with her son on the when we were watching app. that we i'm sure we <laughs> had just had a little bit of an edible or something and i 
we both, when it was revealed that he went to meet his mom mm-hmm. for a date, both of our jaws dropped physically. We're like, also, no way. Because you I don't think, know it's his mom until that moment. Either. That's a bold choice for a Hallmark movie. Yeah. You'd be like, this guy accidentally goes on a date with his mom. You'd never see stuff like that in Hallmark movies, ever. Like you just brush it over. I love how, I feel like something... This family does not communicate outside of just being around each other, like Absolutely. in face to face. Because yeah. there are times where they're like, "Where are you?" and they could text <laughs> each other. <laughs> it's like they have to go through someone else. Yeah. Also, they, this uh, this movie. So there's like some this app that is multifunctional that exists in this world. I have a problem with this. I have the problem with the spelling of classify. It's Craigslist. It's presented (laughs) as an app that's new. And you can also find love and promote your flower. Yeah. (laughs) Your flower shop on the social medias. They keep saying it as plural. (laughs) Social medias. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what's your qualm, Peyton? I have a qualm with the spelling of mm-hmm. the app classify because <laughs> yeah. it looks like you would say classify. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, it's spelled with an IE instead of a Y. And why is the movie the movie is called Love Classified with a D? Why is yeah, the app not the, called classify? The app, yeah, the <laughs> app is called classify. Classify, apparently. Why couldn't they call it Love Classify? And then confuse everyone. <laughs> I so I actually do think I actually did think that it was a fun idea for an app, but now mm-hmm. that you're saying it's Craigslist, I'm like, oh my god, it is Craigslist. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, you can do anything on this app. You yeah. can sell a couch. You can fall in love with your mom. Yeah, with your mom, who is Melora Hardin. Yes, oh. Jan, Jan, Jan Levinson from, Gould. Uh, Jan from yeah. From Honestly, uh, we we're later in life. Obviously, like Jan is iconic, but mm-hmm. uh, bold type watchers. Any bold type watchers? I haven't watched it yet, but is she the uh, boss on there? She is the boss. What is her name? Jacqueline. I guess Jacqueline. all the girls are girl bossing on that. Oh my show. god, she's so great in it though, because like the bold type is like you know it's okay, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There's a lot mm-hmm. of queer, great queer representation. It's no longer on air. It only had a couple seasons, but it's pretty good. Um, but she is like a supportive boss. She's like supposed to be mm-hmm. like an Anna Wintour, but but nice. Like a like mentor, she wants, mentor type of yes, figure. Yes, she wants like the young women under her to succeed. And That's uh, awesome. Very swoon worthy for that reason. Because she wears a lot of power suits as well. Ooh, I love nice. a power suit. Who doesn't yeah, love the, a power suit? The clothing in this for her was a very... was. Just a lot of interesting choices because yeah, I love when she wa- she walks into the hotel wearing uh, all black with big oh. sunglasses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he's like, "Is that you?" And she was like, "I'm trying to be inconspicuous. Yeah, keeping like, a low profile. <laughs> I'm being pro low profile. You don't. And you meet her, and there's this voiceover, and she's in the car. She's in a limo. The, the opening scene. Right, she's in right. a limo riding through, <laughs> and she's supposed to be this high class woman from. I guess New York, because they've shown two stock images of New York. (laughs) Now she's traveling away from New York. (laughs) And she's wearing, she looks like it's like a fancy, like funeral outfit. It doesn't look like a fashion. It's all black. It's not a power suit for sure. (laughs) And then she comes in and the guy, yeah, she's like, I'm trying to keep a low profile. And the person at the hotel is like, oh my God, it's you famous person. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Her name is um, okay, I thought her name was Julia Bloom, but apparently it's Amelia Bloom. Because I was like Amelia Julia Bloom. Bloom. I was like Judy Bloom is not mm. far from it, but I guess Amelia, Amelia Bloom is Bloom. a good name, though. It yeah. is a good name. Also, she and- writes romance novels, but I also I guess they're spy novels at the same mm-hmm. time. Oh. <laughs> she her books are the Craigslist of romance <laughs> novels. <laughs> they're everything. Yeah. <laughs> I also love this first interaction with the person at the hotel every yeah. time they present her book it is very specifically like for front cover <laughs> forward like here is your book man yeah. in case you didn't know did you know you wrote it's so true the problem with Prague <laughs> they paid a lot of money for whatever mm-hmm. graphic designer did the, yes <laughs> did the cover for the book yeah um I love it yeah that that's a, so she's coming to town to promote her book apparently uh but she's like made a big deal about coming back to her hometown mm-hmm. and then we meet uh taylor bloom who we don't know is her daughter yet Mm-mm. but she owns a plant shop a gardening shop called bloom maria mm-hmm. the bloom area 
<laughs> yeah. And and she's hired um someone who we are told is Gen Z and is very And does not savvy. is obviously not Gen Z. She like yeah. looks like a she's a 20 she looks like 25 and yeah. then they come out like 60 minutes into the movie, she's a junior in college who's <laughs> <laughs> like an intern at this. I can't figure out what size Penfield is the town that they live in. Yeah. I can't yeah. figure out what size this town is. It's it's like, is it a fake New York? Because apparently yeah. she had to like really work to get a stop in this big city in order yeah. to see her children. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and Apparently there's only five people in the town because like when the, when the son does the like mural at the end, <laughs> it's just the, the characters that, that are we, in the movie. It's just the characters that we know from the movie. <laughs> Real living, breathing people of Penfield. Yeah. yeah. It's just one friend group. Yeah. yeah. That's it. None of whom talk like they know each other to each other. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, but I'll put them all on the mural. Yeah, <laughs> for the bookstore, for the local yeah. bookstore. It's also it was like surprising that they didn't know her love interest. Her kids didn't know him, right? Or yeah, well, he or the son didn't, and she was like, "He's a longtime friend." Yeah, yeah. he was like, "I'm like, this but guy you've all is. lived in Penfield this whole time, and he owns the bookstore. You don't." Also, and it's apparently know? a small town. Maybe five yeah. years. Five years <laughs> is treated as like Rip Van Winkle time. Has the memories have been erased. They've forgotten all of their ties to each other. <laughs> and like, but tra- ex- nothing except trauma has persisted over this course of time that they have been. Oh my God. When other. they say, so apparently Amelia Bloom, um, her husband passed away and then she left and abandoned her children. And the way that they frame it, in the movie it makes it sound like they were like both 12 yep. years old when yes. she left full blown children <laughs> it's yeah. like revealed it's revealed later that they were actually adults when she mm-hmm. left but but the way it's presented is like they were babies and she was like i no longer feel like being a mother anymore yeah, and they, yeah. Pres- they presented it like the way that Roxy Andrews, if you watch Drag Race, was Abandoned like, I was stop. left at a bus stop, like at three years old with my baby brother. And like, but they were like, probably, I don't know. I can't, again, like there's no specifics about their age, but they yeah. seem somewhere in their 20s. So yeah. Yeah. Young adults late. Yeah. Like, I think they're 20s. supposed to be Gen What are we? Gen Millennials. Yeah. Millennials. I'm so sorry if completely blank but and um taylor who's like apparently doesn't know how to use technology (laughs) i I was i keep thinking this whole movie is written by someone who must be in like my mom turned 70 this year and it must be written by someone who's like just under her generation because the communication about technology and the people of which age are talking that way. <laughs> right. Like, like she's like, what's what's this app? Why would what am, I? What am I looking it? at? What is, is this yeah. a phone? Yeah. Oh no. Oh yes. Where's so, the where's the, di- where's the dialing ring? Someone's explained like her Gen Z junior in high school intern who's always wearing a beanie is explaining to her social mar- media marketing. And she's like, well, is this good for the bottom line? Like that's her. <laughs> And she's a very young looking woman. Yeah. Is this good for the bottom line of our crystal shop slash plant shop? (laughs) Yeah. I was so surprised when she caught, when she caught the, um, the robber or the the thief and he dropped crystal. I was like, where is she selling crystals in the shop? I didn't see crystals anywhere. You don't see them, but she's on the phone maybe after that. Cause I think that was maybe the intro. She's like, have you ordered, have you ordered the, Peace lilies and the amethyst crystals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, right. So that's, that's a love story. Trailer. I guess it we get a- the actual love story. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. There's a kind of two. Well, I guess you it's for, mostly, honestly forget about it. <laughs> yeah, Taylor and Frankie. Well, it plays a significantly small role mm-hmm, because the, the main story is kind of like a family reunion between mm-hmm. Amelia and Taylor and the, her son, Zach, who she accidentally matches with on classify uh-huh. <laughs> doing research about online. Cause her producer 
or her or what you publisher yeah her publisher is like you need to include social media in your books because you're out of touch you're reading it out of touch (laughs) you need more instagram but they can't say instagram so they (laughs) classify (laughs) just trying to use this yeah but then Um, they yeah so then i'm sorry i don't know if you introduce it or i I, no go ahead go ahead you know i love it but they so this they there's another character besides the family frankie who is what's i don't know what her does not have a last name adrian adrian arianne mandy or arianne it's yeah, just she's Danny from Danny. Word. I mean, yeah, she's. I love her eyebrows. Danny on Elward Gen Q. Yeah, she's oh, a young nice. bet. She's mm-hmm. Generation Q's bet, and she yeah. pops up with a best friend, and the, the only place they have drinks at is the local bowling alley, which is down right. an alley <laughs> and like hidden <laughs> at a side street somewhere that we've learned, and which is also is heavily featured in the mural. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bowling alley is. Prominently centered in this mural. <laughs> and then she, so she's like, but she's a doctor. So she doesn't she's have time. She's a doctor. She and doesn't then, have time for relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And then she goes on this app and they match. She yeah, she matches someone. with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who thinks, so Max thinks that Taylor's a, a man, I think, from the classified app. Um, that's the, that's the funny thing about this, like, app. well, I guess they're not matching looking for love. They're like, they're pretending it's for something else or something. She has a scene with Max where they like talk about like where Frankie's like, they're not looking for love. This is like for something else. And like Max is like, everybody's looking for love. Uh-huh. Um, but she matches with Taylor who thinks she's a man. So then she goes to meet Frankie for coffee and then they meet, they have this meeting and and they sort of start getting to know each other and and talking about their work-life balance and sort of wanting to make a connection with somebody. Well, first she um, meets the guy. She goes to a guy's table oh, and is like, does. yeah, because she heard Frankie. And then she has this awkward moment where she's like, yeah. are you, uh, what is the screen name? Like uh, the heart is a muscle. That's the person. Yes, the heart is a muscle. <laughs> are you the heart is a muscle? And then the other person, what is Taylor's name? It's like, I'm trying to remember. It's so funny. Blue where you're like, planted, I think. Mine is like rooting for you or something. Oh, rooting for, yeah. <laughs> the, just... the bloom where you're planted is her brother, Zach. That's his oh, screen name. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Which means Why is everybody did... so creative with their screen names? He's very creative for someone who's never left Penfield. Yeah. Bloom <laughs> <laughs> where you're planted. Just stay here forever. But, yeah. And then she finally, and then you can see I'm just going to keep calling her Danny, but her name's yeah. Frankie in the background. <laughs> yeah. like, Danny and Frankie are the same name. She sees this real. happening. She's I also, like, oh, I see you. <laughs> I also love that she made, she like uh, makes this mistake with this guy and is like, oh, I'll let you get back to your coffee, but proceeds to just stand next to his table. She doesn't make any moves. <laughs> she just stands there. She's like, oh, I guess I, this is where I have to be until <laughs> two so feet funny. from this person. Yeah, I I actually do think the dialogue between Frankie and Taylor is pretty good. It mm-hmm. is, um, it is, and the tension is good, and it's there immediately. Yeah. Like yeah. the chemistry really is good, there. They have really good chemistry. That's a big thing with Hallmark movies. If they, yeah, whenever they try to shoehorn a random gay person in there just to be like, and I'm the lesbian friend, yeah, it's right. never believable, right. ever. But it really was. It really yeah. was with yeah. these two. And Frankie, I think she, like, the dialogue's very on the nose, but. She they she does a great job of a great of, delivery, yeah. Great delivery. Mm-hmm. And, and but this is also one of those moments where we see Hallmark like not saying anything straight up because she Taylor asks her if she's dated right. women. She before. doesn't say she's a lesbian. She's like, she's... I've dated women, I've dated women, I've dated women, I've dated women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't say that. Well, she's I like, I dated girls in college. In college. And, and then, then after I college, dated women after, after college, that. I dated a couple others. <laughs> And then, you know, I had to work, so. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Work, oh, work got crazy. I th- so, that, that did, like, that did pull me out a little bit. I was like, why didn't she just say she dates women? I don't yeah. understand. She's like, but what? I do, I think you're right. I think that's a Hallmark thing of, like, mm-hmm. we're not going to have them say, like, they're lesbians or something. Because I don't think yeah. anybody says lesbian or gay in this movie once. Well, they do, like, that's another Hallmarkism, Hallmarkification of right. progress, progressive ideas is their way of addressing like 
we're open to all sexualities and gender presentations is man, woman, whatever. And I'm like, that's just, (laughs) I see what you're going for, but (laughs) this is really not, uh, not hitting the mark of expansive dialogue. Yeah. This might be because of Hallmark, like wanting to, um, uh, sanitize it a little bit, but I do think it's kind of refreshing. I'm getting a little weary of these like stories of like the one out person and the one person who's not out and then like having a huge struggle with that identity. Mm -hmm. I felt it was really refreshing to have Taylor just be totally open to be like, you know what? I'm going to date a woman and see what Mm -hmm. it's like. Yeah. And like, there wasn't any, there wasn't any like, but what does that mean about my sexuality? Like what does that mean that I'm gay? Does that mean I'm bisexual? There, There wasn't the need for that type of struggle, which I felt was really refreshing. And like, there wasn't honestly any time for it in this movie, but mm-hmm. I, I did think that that was a, a big positive for me. I thought yeah. it was cool. It tied into the the family narrative because like I, I never actually directly came out to my father, but it right. was similar to what Taylor was saying. Like we didn't have that emotionally vulnerable relationship. So right. having that conversation itself would have been weirder than the context or the t- subject matter of what we were talking about. Right. So that, Taylor was saying when she's talking to her brother later in the movie, like, I don't care. She knows I'm dating woman. I just don't, I don't feel like I can talk to my mom. Um, Yeah. 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 And then when it is revealed that she's dating Frankie at the hospital, the mom doesn't have any sort of negative reaction. She's just sort of like, Oh my God, she's dating a doctor. I love her reaction. (laughs) Reaction is the best. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Actually Mm -hmm. that whole line reading the whole scene of Mm -hmm. her being like, there is palpable tension between the two of them. What is going on? Yeah. And yeah. then for her to just like, after having like a very scary health scare, being like, she's dating a doctor. Very oh. nice. <laughs> oh, yes. It's so refreshing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nobody that like nobody ever really, I mean, she has the one conversation with her brother where she like is telling him like, so I'm doing a thing. And that thing is a woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's like, I don't know, it was just so mild. And mm-hmm. it, right. it's it's refreshing, too, because, you know, Hallmark isn't exactly the the, the people we look to to write our stories right. for us. Mm-hmm. So right. Well, it, 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 like, if we're going back to Happiest Season, like, that was written by a queer mm-hmm. person, directed mm-hmm. by a queer person, and it was the chicken noodle soup of trauma. Uh, like, right, <laughs> right. It's like a... <laughs> Italian wedding soup of just needs trauma. to be its nude tag on. Right. Tag on. And <laughs> and here you are like Hallmark and honestly they were they're all accepting and like this the right. the issue of her dating woman was the least issue mm-hmm. in right. it really. I was reading um a, like an article a little bit about the background of the film and they said that they were really inspired by Schitt's Creek which makes sense like there's kind of like a there's oh, not okay. there's not a lot of like um, it is just sort of accepted in Schitt's Creek as like an everyday type of occurrence, which I thought was interesting. But we still had that like real uh, world um, way of of uh, Frankie having the like, I don't know if she's queer at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of like, like, you know, I want to I want to make sure that like we can be friends if she's not interested in me in that way. So I felt like that. I felt like for a Hallmark movie where some of the other moments could be clunkier, I felt like that balance was done pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a cute use. Like all of their, sometimes the use of the app was like weird and it didn't make sense why they were bringing it in. But right. then there's the moment. So they go on this date to some rocky point somewhere like to in take America. take a hike or something. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like all of a sudden they're in uh, Eastern Maine um, <laughs> or in wherever Ammonite is set. And, and, and then they like have trouble talking. And so they use the app to type, which was interesting because yeah, I think Frank, Frankie was assuming that her difficulty of talking to her was about being her being a woman or being queer. She's like, no, right. it's just, I don't know. I haven't been in a relationship in a while. Right. Yeah. That was very cute and sweet. Mm-hmm. I like that moment. A very tight-lipped kiss, though. Very tight. Yeah. <laughs> the director said, "Keep oh, it conservative." They always are. They yeah. always are. Not a tongue passed in that moment. <laughs> no, but a pretty good kiss. You know, 
when you compare them to the other ones in the mm-hmm. yeah in the Hallmark universe, there was some feeling in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely more so than usual. I mean, you some of them you don't even get a kiss. Yeah, I was just happy yeah. with this. Just like a knowing nod. Apparently, yeah. this is totally off topic, but apparently, Ashley Williams, the queen of Hallmark, oh my god, you was know also my favorites? in this movie, and I missed her. Where was she at? No, Did you see her? she wasn't. The <laughs> the cast list lists her as Nora Noble. So well, that's her, just funny to me. Well, Who's my Nora queen's Noble? part was cut. Uh, <laughs> my queen. I love her so much. Stan Ashley Williams in this house. Big what, Ashley fan. What was she? Wait, so she she's listed in it, but she's not in the movie. I don't know who. I that guess so. Reminds me, like uh, just recently, I was looking at maybe the power she's of the just dog. like in the background or something. Um. Recently, I looked on the power of the dog, like Google, whatever info, mm. and Paul Dano is still listed as he's still top build. So oh. it might just be a mistake. Maybe she was supposed to play somebody right. in the movie, or she did. I watched and it her on scene the... was cut. You know. Yeah, I watched it on Amazon, and that's where they have her listed. Oh, you were. Probably oh, I so see excited. this lady. Oh, she is a big Hallmark person. Yeah, she's our Hallmark okay. queen. I yeah, that is her. weird. I wonder where they would bring her in. There, it was a pretty prominent Hallmark actor who played the bartender in the beginning. His name is Paul. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he coded? I couldn't tell. His sassiness, I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be coded as gay. It read that way a little to me. Yeah. Metrosexual, maybe. A little stiff. He was like, (laughs) because when you, when they, when the dad, or when the brother comes in, there's a lot of glances that, when they're in a wide I don't mean to be too funny, but they're in a wide shot and it feels like they yeah. should have cut in for him being like, uh-huh, like raising an eyebrow yeah. being like, he's I like, said the he's same like, thing. I feel, I feel that girlfriend. Like, yeah. yeah, face, he's like, mm-hmm. and like, he like, like passes the drink to her when she realizes like what happened, what's yeah. happening. Catfishing? Yeah. You're catfishing a person in Penfield? How dare you? <laughs> I'm going home to my wife. It's also interesting that this uh, film has like a sort of musical theater convention of pairing everybody off at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. That was one thing that like, if, if this movie had been a little more um, like love actually or something with like the number of couples in it, I would have liked to have seen more of the Zach and Margo relationship. Mm -hmm. I actually liked the Margo character a lot. Um, And like, because of the time constraints of it being a TV movie, I can see like why we didn't get that. Um, but they paired them off. But it was so funny to me that they just like brought this random gay character in at the end as her publisher. Oh, yeah. Pair, My to, pair God. Off, to pair off with Frankie's friend, Max. Like just out of, I was like, that was so unnecessary. <laughs> it was like, unnecessary and so dated. Such a dated choice to do something like that. <laughs> it felt like the, they brought the guy um, who's the theater director from Grace and Frankie. Right. Oh, yeah. just like brought him in. It was like this he is totally his type. This is, yeah. and I also thought it was very, uh, like the fact that it was in this very tight hallway and all of right. this information is being relayed to us, just being like shot at us. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really. It's like the last shot in the film. So like that's funny. what we're left. I was like, no, why this guy gets the that? last shot at the dinner table. He gets uh-huh. the credit. He probably got paid a couple grand. Like, are you kidding me? And again, there's a family. A fa- there's and we don't no communication between yeah. the family. It's like it, they don't know that there's an additional plate that needs to be added to this dinner until <laughs> this editor shows up. <laughs> like, oh, it's my editor. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's also the attitude also is just very like, oh, this guy's gay. I bet he would be great for Max. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we don't know anything about Max except he's nice. He loves Frankie and yeah. his very strong opinions about people's persona on classify he's right, like right. he's like a uh, a classify whisperer in terms of knowing what these people want from their postings uh oh i do appreciate the moment well i don't know if i appreciate it but i it was interesting to have the moment of like the three dots with taylor and um her uh the millennial or not millennial gen z character oh yeah yeah <laughs> there was a moment where the gen z character said it must be being ghosted by a woman must be even harder. Yeah. Like, I couldn't really understand what the insinuations there. That was another Hallmark thing where they were dropping some sort of like queer women, lesbian jokes in there that were just a little off. Like who wrote this? 
It's like, oh. Maybe, That's maybe because, yeah, like, why is it harder with a woman? I don't know. <laughs> Tell us more. Jen. I guess because you'd expect, I guess the implication is that you'd expect women to be more emotionally mature. Mm. So they wouldn't, like, just ghost you. Like a, a man would, I guess, is the implication. Mm. Well, that's wrong because they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Ghosts are all genders. Yeah, <laughs> there are there are players in all in all types mm-hmm. of relationships. Um, yeah. Any other um, memorable scenes, things we want to discuss before we uh, start to wrap up and rate the film? I I think the the speed with which the the relationship between the mom and the mysterious business owner of the bookstore <laughs> developed mm-hmm. and then the so like when she has a so the mom spoiler alert everyone mom has yeah we know heart oh issues. my god we never talked about it yeah we never, yeah <laughs> had a heart attack and is there are lingering issues with it which is just called anxiety and <laughs> um she has to go to the hospital and is on the bed and the son is there Taylor, the daughter comes in and then this man that she's met for like five minutes, but apparently known for many years, but they never interacted <laughs> is holding her hand Yeah, as if he's kind of like sitting on the bed with her a little bit. I yeah. Feel like. <laughs> and no one mentioned, I mean, I guess Taylor looks at it a little bit like who's that, but that yeah. really, yeah, like she hasn't met him yet. <laughs> yeah. Like an intimate choice. Yeah. No. But there, but there was history there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently yeah. something that we apparently. don't know. Yeah, I yeah, feel like yeah. maybe it was implied that he dated her around the same time that she was dating their dad, but the dad just proposed first. Um, that was what. Well, as soon as the heart heart uh, heart attack storyline came in, I was like, okay, here now I know it's a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just shaking her pills. She's like, yeah. pills. <laughs> you, and I guess the only thing that the one thing that I couldn't get with was there was a lot of denial of Taylor's trauma. It was just like, right. just get yeah. over it. Like, right. get over it. Even Frankie, her now partner was like, you're being really ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked though when she did that. I, j- like, just because it was very, I don't know. I liked seeing the real dynamic between two people who are dating and one person just calling the other one out on their shit. Mm-hmm. Right. And, like, I think basically, and I think she, did she say she was being childish? Or, I mean, maybe true. she, maybe it was like overstepping a little bit, but it just felt, I thought it was kind of refreshing to see. I think she could have done everything. it with more validation of Taylor's experience. Right. Sure. Right. Sure, sure, sure. And yeah. I think this movie could have benefited from a, uh, maybe like an extra five or 10 minutes, mm-hmm. just like, because it's trying to fit a lot of stories in at once with a lot of characters. So we don't, we don't really get the, the mom like basically makes a public apology instead uh-huh. of like having a private moment with Taylor mm-hmm. to like work through their issues. And that's something that like would have benefited in, in making the the main story, which seems to be a re- reuniting of this family, a stronger one, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she really That's does great- just air it out for the entire yeah. town of yeah. field to hear. <laughs> oh, also, what a moment that I thought was so funny was that when the mom um, says that the son did the mural. And I would think, like, in real life or in other movies, like, there would be like a little bit of a splatter of applause or something like the audience would be like, Oh, congrats. <laughs> but the, the room is completely silent. <laughs> and then there, and she's like, my pop- very talented son did this. And everybody's like, Hmm. And my daughter, nice. who I don't point to who has just entered the back of the room and then immediate moment to, I, like make eye contact with love interest and there it's just a long <laughs> lingering shot it's like silent hello yeah hi. yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very funny moment but he got really messy making that mural you could tell by all the paint splatter on his t-shirt <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> that and mural Margo that was helped. very obviously like printed and, and pasted yes. on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> printed photos that like have a filter on them. <laughs> yeah. It was a 
a bad mural. I mean, I know yeah. we've already talked about, but it's a whole thing of like, it's not good enough. Come back when you've really figured it out. Yeah. When I thought really the other fig- mural was better, oh, honestly. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, well, they before. That was what yeah. they landed on. They were like, perfect. Like, <laughs> no, not in- we, this is a bookstore. We don't we don't want any books on our mural. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no association with books. We Why want we a bowling that? alley on our mural <laughs> here at this bookstore. We want clip art bowling alley with photos of people that live in the town without their without their permission. Without their consent. Yeah. <laughs> Just like everything else in their lives. <laughs> Emotional <laughs> betrayal. Yep. Here we go. Uh, and then like it's like a picture of the guy who owns the bookstore and then Margot, who it's not really it doesn't they don't really tell us like what her job is -hmm. at the bookstore but like imagine if she just like got fired for some reason or something and then her (laughs) face is like up on the bookstore wall ask him he'd have to come in and like paint over it and put like their family (laughs) dog (laughs) here's Roscoe (laughs) oh no they'll put the editor because yeah, the, uh, yeah. he's, he's gonna like, move to the town obviously even max the the best friend is on that oh is on the right. wall yeah. <laughs> it's just like every character that you've seen on screen <laughs> yeah because they like i don't even think because i don't think max uh and the brother ever meet but he's on i don't the think wall. so he must be some prominent business owner or something in the town yeah. also a backstory that was not gone into that I would have loved to see more of was the bowling alley that Max is apparently the tyrant of the bowling league uh, that Margo oh, right. is Because Margo says like they're really <laughs> there's like a t- yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like there's a really weird dynamic and then they flash and Max is wearing like a leather wrist strap yeah, for, like professional yeah. bowlers and drinking and it's like this guy he runs the That's bowling so alley like a like a king <laughs> that is too funny um my chair I, just squeaked real big sorry oh i didn't hear no it. you're good oh you didn't hear it oh cool never mind <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was funny that um amelia made like a misery reference to to, yeah. to marco <laughs> and then they explained the joke like they're yeah, like here's yeah. the misery reference here's the joke about the misery reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going to chop you up and make you write my book yeah yeah it was good um again why i think the writer is a person of a certain a different generation right right right. misery gets talked about yeah (laughs) i mean love misery but really out themselves (laughs) but that's the main piece of pulp culture you want to talk about you're like i know what'll hit with the young people if i bring up the movie misery <laughs> Anyone doesn't know what misery is? I was going to say, but I we shouldn't explain it. You should just go watch it. Yeah, right, it's Kathy right. Bates. Kathy Bates is in an Oscar-winning role. A, dy- a dynamo, really. Mm-hmm. Or you can right. watch season of UK versus the World Drag Race. Oh, right, right, right. Bag of chips does <laughs> bag of chips th- that her. character for Snatch Game, and it is so yeah. funny. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, such a specific choice too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, any other moments before I move on to the rating systems? I think we covered a lot of ground here. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did a lot of work that maybe Love Classified's creative team maybe didn't even do. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Love thinking. (laughs) We worked on a lot of subtext that I don't think got thought of when the words were put on the page. So. I guarantee you, we talked more about this movie than they did the entire time they were writing it. Like, <laughs> yep. I feel like, yeah, they must have just put, and they also put like lesbian jokes in a bowl and then just picked them out one by a time. And then we're like, now's the time to use it. <laughs> also, I want to say on the, on the movie page, um, on Amazon, the the genres listed for this film are uh, romance, kids, comedy. Ew, kids? kids. I don't know why it would be listed as a kids film. Oh, I hope this. I hope it's nominated for a Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award <laughs> for Me best too. kiss. <laughs> tight lipped kiss between two. Women. Yeah, best tight lipped kiss. Best sister kiss. <laughs> best friend kiss I also love there was there's a lot of prime like a lot of things you see in Hallmark movies are like these because they're made so fast 
Like right. there's no aging on anything. And yeah. like the tool belts that Taylor has, pristine, brand new, yeah. brand yeah. new. The backpack that Danny is walking with, yeah. never been used on a hike. <laughs> like just right out, of, just beautiful. It's, it's so funny when her mom comes in and she's like, you look, I forget what she says, like a business owner or something. And she's like, I am mom. This isn't a costume, but it's just this very impeccable <laughs> looking, not very. <laughs> not business owner. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess what would a plant store business owner look like? Her, yeah, like yeah. Taylor. Yeah. But she'd have that tool belt. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, d- I do plants. remember thinking uh, the first shot that we saw of her with a huge tool belt, I was like, okay, okay, here's here's the lesbian energy we're being given. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. She was just like, I don't know how to use this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward hand placement. Not everyone uh, else had used Yeah, for sure. Um, so we usually go uh, rate the film on two scales. One is the Vita Russo test, which is a media metric for examining queer representation in film. This follows three rules. One, that the film uh, have queer identifying characters. The funny part about this is, is that none of the characters actually say they're <laughs> lesbians or anything. But obviously there are characters that identify as queer in this film. So I would say that passes. Two, uh, that the queer identifying characters have personality traits other than being queer. I would say that this movie mm-hmm. does a pretty good job of that. Yeah. yeah. Be- because the film doesn't, focus on their sexuality and it sort of brushes over it 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 does give them other personality traits that Mm -hmm. um you can identify them by um and three that removing the queer characters from the film would change the plot significantly um i would say it because it's such a big uh part of the plot i would say that um it would change it a bit and I would go ahead and give it that pass. Um, but there are other storylines and other things that could maybe take the focus if the if those characters were removed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we usually do like our homespun zero to six uh, scale that we usually what could it be. What yeah, could it be? that we usually pick something from the movie. Hmm. Should we do like zero to six? Romance novels, Romance classifi- novels. classified ads, martinis, martinis, martinis. Oh, crystals yeah. is good. Oh, crystals. <laughs> I also love how oh, there's so many moments to talk that we could when she just comes out to her her son and is like, "Well, I'm not drinking anymore." <laughs> oh yeah, it's like so direct. Yeah, I know, I know. I I love when like someone gives up something and they're like, "I'm not doing this anymore." That's also something that's like not really revisited of like her having trouble, you know, taking her pills and like mm-hmm, not drinking uh-huh. and things like that. It's an interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that maybe would have been revisited in a fuller film. I think um, talking about the scale that you just mentioned, it's interesting because we I think when I like we want I do believe that like we deserve these like mediocre movies with queer storylines but there is a level of like visibility and representation entails naming as well. And in not naming it, it is, I feel like the world is just walking this line of how can we let queer characters exist without being, that being the central thesis of their life. But this also kind of like colorblind washes it being like, we've taken their kind of culture and community out in the sense, we're just letting them exist in this, kind of straight world exactly uh, yeah 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 it, it it's interesting in this movie because i i did go back and forth between like do i want because i i did enjoy that it sort of felt like it was part of this world without having any conflict like mm-hmm. this felt like a world where there wouldn't where homophobia doesn't exist um which is obviously like a fairy tale but um it was, I don't know. I don't know. There was something uh, th- about that that I enjoyed, but also, you know. Um, it's a little like assimilating yeah, in the sense of like, exactly. there's, no, there's also no celebration. Like we're all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all the same, but we're not, we're not all the same. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah like, definitely. Don't worry I, if you're, as long as it looks just like what we want. And I don't think yeah. that, I think they were trying to do more than that. I, I don't right. think they intended to put that message on there, but like it just right. can come off that way as we navigate. Yeah. How do we tell queer stories 
that absolutely let characters be queer, but don't have their trauma and crisis as the structure, the center of the story. Right. And I'm sure like, it's very possible this being a Hallmark movie that in an earlier draft of the film, there could have been more of that mm-hmm. that, we, that was taken out or, or sanitized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think going off of that and like thinking about, you know, representation and like the, this sort of portrayal of a queer relationship, I would probably give the movie maybe a four and a half crystals out of six. Um, (laughs) I I did enjoy the movie and I felt, I mean, I didn't have any negative feelings about the way that they portrayed Mm -hmm. the the relationship. Um, But yeah, I think some more specificity to what a queer relationship is like and some, um, and just like seeing how they interact in this world would have been, um, I don't know. It would have been a, a nuanced type of story. Maybe I'm asking too much of it, but yeah. That that was kind of my thing about it. Is mm, I don't want to necessarily like give it a pass and be like just and I'll take whatever crumbs they give me. Yeah, but I feel I like it doesn't deserve a perfect score. Whatever but crumbs yeah. they give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna give it a five. Yeah, I think that's good. Mostly half of it is personal is just like a personal because it's a personal love for this type of cinema (laughs) um but yeah i think i yeah i hate to make it sound like i'm just like well i'll take anything because i mean these days we shouldn't have to Mm -hmm. well and it should be Um, said film has evolved enough that we shouldn't be taking crumbs but i kind of am because of this specific movie in this specific medium which is made-for-TV, family-based, whatever, like, bare-bones, very plain romance movies. And and mostly conservative audience. And mostly conservative audience. I'm, yeah. Like, do do I think it could have been better and it could have been more explicit with the message? And Yeah, I mean, obviously, this movie was never going to be perfect, and we knew that before we all pressed play. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's kind of my thing is like, I knew that before. I mean, and it still, it still was pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, it still exceeded expectations. It's still better. If you watch, watch what few Hallmark movies there are with queer characters. This one does kind of sadly the best job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it for what it is. And I'm going to be glad that at least we got that, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to, I don't feel that way about every single queer film. It's just specifically right. this type. Yeah. So I give it I a would, five for that reason. I would give it like, I would go with the 4.5 because I feel there's something about the round five being too close to six for me. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt too. <laughs> But the 4.5 is like giving it it's it's what it's trying to do and that the, the of all of the bad things that are right. bad and shitty about this movie honestly the queer story is like not really the crux of it they do a right. poor job yeah. of like making it like they don't do a great they kind of like whitewash it and like mm-hmm. make it a nice package story but mm-hmm. it is handled better than this family drama, like how, how do we navigate? Like that's not the problem of the movie. Right, the queer, right. the queer relationship isn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also think like there were, if this is, yeah, like this is, I watched this and I didn't feel any worse about life. I just felt like, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, like they, only up from here. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was cute. There were cute moments. I mean, they were cute. Like that yeah. coffee, the coffee meat cute mm-hmm. is like the dialogue's a little dry, but it they're trying and it's cute. And I feel like there is connection and mm-hmm. right. I followed it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Was... I had a good time with this movie. Thank you so Love much classify. for recommending. Love classify. <laughs> classify. <laughs> Love classify. Love classify. <laughs> Craigslist Jr. <laughs> it is funny that the title is like, the the classify app is just sort of like a framing for the story. It doesn't really play like a main. Uh, mm-hmm. Hallmark titles are the worst part yeah. of Hallmark movies because the <laughs> titles are always very vague and usually have nothing to do with the actual plot or story of the movies. It is and, every single yeah. movie. 
Yeah. And this movie's title frame comes over a, an image of the Statue of Liberty, which is like, <laughs> that has nothing, none of that has anything to do with the story. Yeah. So you're like, New York? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's so <laughs> true. I didn't even think about that. And then oh you would like, God, so some bumble town in Connecticut. And you're like, <laughs> that she's got to stop and do her she's story. gonna stop yeah. it. Also, the mom, like, she's made all this progress with her family, but doesn't she have to keep? That's like the first stop on her tour. Doesn't she have to keep going? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, yeah. Again, no direct communication. She had to yeah. talk to her publishers to get to be able to see her children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so dropped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh well thank you so much for doing this thank you for having me it's yeah, super fun absolutely um do you have any projects coming up or um you know just social media that you want to plug um well i love i will say i love puns and they're i'm just doing it for fun but there's a pun competition at the call called chicago pun Tathlon on june 1st um, oh, fun. that everyone should go if you just like puns because the group that's doing it is great and it's really fun and I did it in 2020 it was one of the last things I did before the pandemic and it came in second place so now I'm trying to Whoa. make it to number Congrats. one yeah. yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. stuff. yeah so that's awesome. June 1st that, that's that's all Juggles Magoo is my Instagram but that's I just am on there hither wither nice. like not really nice. using it for anything and do you have an, a website or anything like if I, people want to check out your film projects and things yeah, like that yeah I do it's my uh, what I usually do in first name, last name.com, janjangane.com is Great. where you can find me and my stuff. And oh. on there also, speaking of puns, if anybody needs a pun, I have services available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying yeah. to be a, call it a pun sultant. I don't know if it's, it'll take, it'll get traction. That's but very who knows. fun. Yeah. That's yeah. very fun. Um, yeah. Please follow us at uh, queer movie night on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, please uh, subscribe, uh, rate us and, you know, leave, leave a comment. We love to hear uh, your feedback or just, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter. And me, Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah D bag on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening. We'll have a new episode for you in a couple weeks. And uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 Love classify. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net. 